the Chair 2 Leaders Podcast with your hosts, Danny Smith and Ben South. If you lead from the second chair or you work with those who do, this is a place for you. We're glad you're here for conversations about the church, ministry, life, and how we can serve better for God's kingdom. Welcome back to another episode of Chair 2 Leaders. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ben South, your host for today. Danny is out of town with his family enjoying some spring break vacation time, so he will not be with us, but we're going to have a fun episode together anyway. Before we get started, I want to let you know about our sponsor. We are very thankful here at Chair 2 Leaders to have Central Baptist College as one of our sponsors. CBC has developed a PACE online degree completion program with a proven in-class online or hybrid course format that fits your busy schedule. So if you're a Chair 2 leader or Chair 1 or any kind of other leader, CBC has a program for you that will fit your schedule where you can complete your degree, get trained for ministry, get trained in other career areas. They'd love to help you accomplish your goals. You can check them out at cbc.edu slash online. They'll contact you. They'll reach out to you, figure out a way they can connect and help you reach your goals in life. So check out CBC, cbc.edu slash online. Well, today I've got some friends in, I guess we could call this a studio. I'm not sure if it's a studio or not, but here with me, I am here with three of my co-workers on uh, my church staff here at Central in Conway, Arkansas. Now, our church is a unique thing because among our pastoral staff, we have over 125 years of ministry experience at this church. Not just ministry experience, but that many years at this church. So I've got a few of my co-pastors uh, here with me today, Daryl, Mike, and David have all joined me. We're going to just talk about what it is like to serve long-term alongside a team. So, uh, Daryl, you start. and Just introduce us. Tell us a little bit about your time here at Central and where you're from and those kind of things. Um, I'm Daryl Spagner. I'm originally from Montgomery, Alabama, but I uh, came on staff here in January of 2003. So I've been on staff here 18 years uh, with these guys, and it's just a, a joy uh, to minister here and um, serve as the worship pastor and also senior adult ministry leader. All right, so worship and senior minister, you've been here 18 years. 18 years. Yes. All right, Mike? Uh, I'm associate pastor of church ministries, and I've been here 17 years, joined the staff in 2004. Previously, I had served as a senior pastor of a smaller church up in Memphis, Tennessee. So I came here from Memphis, but I originally kind of grew up down in the area and uh, thankful you were mentioning a minute ago the PACE program over at Central Baptist College. I did my original undergrad degree at Central Baptist College. All right. Thanks, Mike. And David? I'm David Moore from Magnolia, Arkansas. Uh, moved to Conway in 2013. I'm over the kids' ministry, which is birth uh, through seventh grade, and have loved every minute of it. So you're the newbie on the block. The, <laughs> Almost the newbie on the block. <laughs> and, and really, you're... You're eight years here. Eight years. And you are full-time pastors. You're the shortest-serving pastor on our staff, right. among our full-time pastoral staff, which is an oddity in church life to have pastors that have served together that long. Um, what do you all think are some of the, maybe, let's start drawbacks. What are some of the drawbacks of serving together so long? I don't know. I can't think of any drawbacks. Uh, well, you know, I guess... Personally, I don't want a good stale. Sometimes you can get yeah. uh, complacent in yeah. ministry, serving that long, and maybe get in what we call the rut. The rut. You know, 
which uh, is a grave without with the end. Grave with no out. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think that's, that's probably I think, the, I, I think that's the biggest one because you know you're thinking about long term. You just get too comfortable with things and right. you quit growing. You quit, uh, you know, being you know creative and, and freshness. You, yeah, and and you just kind of fall in that slump, and and that's that can be a real temptation for anybody in yeah. any phase of ministry. That can happen shorter terms, but right. it's probably it can. A, the longer you go, the bigger the risk. You get comfortable with things. You think everybody knows you, but that, but then your ministry can just become ineffective to some degree, and you're not really reaching people. You're not doing what God has called you to do, and you're not being an influencer, and you're not impacting lives, and so that's kind of um, a caution there. Yeah. Now, let's switch it and turn to what are some of the, the positives. I would say there are a lot more positives to serving oh, yeah. long-term together. Their lives served together 18. I was I was here, of the four of us, I've been here the longest, so 19 and a half years. Um, so I've served with all these guys the whole time they've been here at church. What do you all think are some of those positives from our, our teamwork and what we know about each other that go into making our ministry more successful because we've served together for so long? So I would say um, we're brothers. I mean, that one of the cool things about that is we're brothers and we've got each other's back and we want the best for each other's ministry. So uh, I guess you could also say we're the cheerleaders uh, for each other. And that is very encouraging to know that the guys that you work with are for you and uh, they want your ministries to succeed uh, just like you want theirs to succeed. So I would say right there is the thing I'm thankful for is our friendship, uh, knowing that I can call you guys at any time uh, for any situation that's going on in my life, knowing that you've got my back. Yeah, and I think it's uh, a deep friendship. It's the kind where you can uh, sit around the table and talk about ministry and, and disagree on things, right? but yet in 30 minutes they can say, hey, y'all want to go to lunch? Yeah. We're all in the car together. <laughs> Because we uh, have, a good time. In, in eight plus, or into the teen years, we've had some conversations that we disagreed on, let's right. say that way. Well, yeah. Some of us, we've disagreed intensely, and we've had some heated moments of discussion. <laughs> but I think that's one of the things through the years we've been able to come back, we do go to lunch later, or yeah. we, hey, we, we're going to go do something together th- that weekend, or we still have that friendship. It, it's beyond just that ministry moment or that ministry task that's at hand but it's more than that yeah and daryl talked about you know deep friendships i would even describe it Mm in a a a little bit different way biblical friendships right spiritual friendships godly friendships because you know we're in it through thick and thin we don't always see eye to eye things aren't always but just like we go back to scripture the bible says iron sharpens iron in the book of proverbs and so we're here to make each other sharper people and better people and we celebrate one another and we love one another and the bible also says faithful are the wounds of a friend and so we can speak the truth in love even when we don't agree and we can come to an agreeable solution Mm -hmm. and we are by that the fact that we're able to work together over this long-term time i mean you know i've been david's been with us eight but most of us have been here 15 plus years together we're Mm -hmm. able to understand that this is what real biblical relationships look like. And we can model that even to our church family, which they should be modeling to their friendships, to their families. You don't just throw in the towel and walk away when things don't go your way. That's right. <laughs> You're here together. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what I love about it. And you said, mentioned the scripture, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend. And, and if we were all honest around this table, I know I've had that, I've said some things that probably hurt at first to every one of you the first time it was said. And <laughs> y'all said some things to me that, wait, when you said them, 
they hurt and stung yeah. at first, but they were needed conversations to be had. And I think because we have served together so long, we know each other's heart. Um, we we are able to do that and speak it in love and share with one another in a way that if just somebody coming off the street was to say the same thing, we'd just reject it forthwith. Yeah. But because I've got this friendship, these long-term years with people, when I when I know when I say something to each of you, you're going to take it to heart because I they you know I have your best interest in heart as right. well. And I'm right. the same thing for you. And I think that's key. Yeah, and there's that. a clarification on that too that I think is important in church life because even as pastors, when we don't see eye to eye, and I mean, I kind of have this personal little thing that I try to live up to. You know, I'm not perfect. We all make mistakes. But, you know, don't say anything uh, behind somebody's back that you won't say to their face. Right. Okay? Because we're here to cover one another. Now, we may have our, our little differences of opinions or different perspectives on ministry or life or something here among ourselves. But when we're out there ministering to our people, we're lifting one another up and we're celebrating the ministry in all of us together for the glory of God. And we do give other opinions for other, I mean, because we ask each other, what do you think about this? And it may be a different opinion. And we may agree with it, we may not. But yet, uh, when it comes down to it, we all get behind one another. And whatever that decision is by your ministry, like David for Kids or Mike for Outreach or Ministry to Men or whatever it is, we go with you because you're the... When it comes down to it, you're the leader of that ministry. And so we trust you to lead that. You know, we trust each other to lead their ministries. Yeah, I think one of the things we could say when we have those disagreements, we have those behind closed doors. Right. We have those in an office, in a conference room saying, hey, have you thought about this? But when we go out in front of our people and we're leading together, we're a united front together. Well, and that's an example, an illustration of like Matthew 18. You go to your brother. You don't, you don't go to the public and you don't, you know, air out all your dirty laundry, you know, in a way that's going to, you know, bring reproach upon the name of Christ. Uh, so you go to your brother one-on-one in love, and, and you're able to work through those difficult moments, and it's a beautiful thing. So going forward, what would you say are some of the keys to longevity in ministry? Because we as a team have served together. Uh, you know, I've thought if I was to ever leave, one of the hard parts of ever, if God was to move you somewhere else, is the fact that I'd leave the team that I've now are best friends with. What are some of those keys besides just the friendship that you would say in longevity in ministry? Let me take the lead on that. I've thought about something and and then they can chime in on it, you know. I think and I even wrote one sentence down, how to appreciate and to value one another in our uniqueness. Now, Rick Warren talks about this in his classic book, Purpose Driven Life. When you get over to purpose number four is our service, our ministry. And when he does the acronym of SHAPE, and he talks about our spiritual gifts, we're all different. We all have different shape. You know, we spiritual gifts, we all have different things we're passionate about, uh, which is your heart. That's how he kind of breaks that down, life experiences. Uh, you know, and even personalities are different. That's part of it too. But you know, I need to learn to value my brothers and God's teaching me this still today and I love it, you know, in your uniqueness and we play to our strengths. 
you know, we're not all alike, and we don't all need to be alike. You if know? we all need to be alike, <laughs> it wouldn't all be necessary. And so I need, to, I need to celebrate your... I need, yeah, I would. I need to celebrate my brother's uniqueness and understand that they're giving me a different perspective just because God has, to use Rick Warren's term, shaped them differently than he shaped me. So I think that's a key. I think the key for, um, I think, longevity of ministry to me is, is freshness and to be current and to stay current. Uh, I'm the oldest of the four sitting around this microphone. So, uh, and I've been in ministry probably the longest, but it's it's trying to stay fresh, trying to stay up, trying to, uh, just trying to be, be where the people are. That's good. And I think freshness, I'm the second oldest, so I, I get in on that. <laughs> I'm right we're behind not just, We're not listing ages for everybody. So. In fact, me and Daryl have known each other for a long time. It seems like most of our lives, uh, him and his uh, wife, Colleen, sang in mine and Teresa's wedding, and we're thankful to have that long-term friendship. He was on staff at my local church that I was saved in and uh, surrendered to ministry in. And so I'm thankful to have Daryl as a long-term friend. And now our lives have come back together here on staff together for the first time at Central. And so we're thankful for that. But, you know, I, I know that the freshness, he uses that word freshness, and there's so many different types of freshness. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you can take freshness in ministry perspective, freshness in philosophy, but the ultimate freshness I think helps us helps me is that spiritual freshness, that abiding with Christ. Man, when I'm I'm staying fresh with God, then I can be a lot more patient and a lot more faithful to my brothers in Christ that I'm serving along with. Yeah, and you guys call me up on that. I mean, I'll I'll admit that you guys around here you call me up to that because I mean we keep each other accountable we try to yearly have a book we go through or right. some kind of devotional to keep us to make sure we are in the word daily apart from our other times of study or whatever it may be you know we try to be united on on some kind yeah and of so that's kind of that devotional thought. life yeah. aspect that keeps you fresh or that spiritual formation which yeah. is a good thing because it's not unusual for us to go hey i was reading this what do you think about this and we'll just spend 20 oh, minutes and talking through a passage or a scripture what do you think about this i read this and bouncing those spiritual ideas off of each other now we are blessed that we work in an environment vocationally that that's pretty i hope that's pretty normal in most churches i don't know that it is but it is here and you would think in a lot of churches that wouldn't be just out of left field for you to have that but i think that's even longevity anywhere in life is for people spiritually to be able to develop those type of relationship where they've got friends and co-workers where they can have those spiritual conversations yeah i think what we're exemplifying is friendship to one another i mean and, and you know i know i my heart goes out to these pastors of these smaller churches who don't have that uh, larger staff or, you know, even the size that we do. And, you know, we just need to be sensitive to even reaching out beyond our own staff right. to help bring, because, you know, we can bring freshness into one another's life. Yeah, and we, we should be trying to do that anyway on a, on a staff level. David, you're the new guy here among us. We're the, the old timers, I guess we could say. So you put me in the hot seat right I'm now. I'm gonna put you in the hot seat. <laughs> so when you came on staff, because you came into a staff that was had been established together for better part of 10 years um, because the other two full-time pastors have been here longer than me, actually. What was that like coming into a place with long-term relationships when I mean, you're the new guy? 
Well, so to back up just a little bit, my background was education. So I was the dean of students at Columbia Christian in Magnolia, Arkansas before I came to Central. And I remember the interview process uh, with Brother Don and then going to lunch with all of you guys. And I'll never forget uh, riding in Mike Suburban and listening to the conversations and um, pretty excited uh, about coming to be a part of the team because it's something you said that was hard to leave the team that I had at Columbia Christian and the friendships that I had there. And I grew up in Magnolia all my life and then to move out of Conway to Conway when I was 33 years old was a little bit uh, different from leaving family. But the cool thing is, is that God is faithful and that God had a plan. And I remember one of my Bible students coming up to me and saying, Mr. Moore, why are you leaving Columbia Christian? And I said, I've been teaching you to follow God with everything that you have. And if I don't leave where I believe God's calling me, then I'm a liar to you. Uh, and so when we came to Conway, you just watched God take care of things. And the friendships that I formed with you guys, you know, coming in, there is that nervous part um, about everybody that's been here as long as they have. And um, how long am I going to last? <laughs> uh, but I'm thankful that God, like we said, gave me the friendships that encouraged me. Um, I'll never forget that first week when um, my family went back down south to see uh, family and I was by myself. Uh, and it was kind of a lonely time right at first, that first week of not knowing anybody. Uh, but Brother Don um, gave me the most encouragement because he said, um, hey, if it gets too tough, you just let me know because I know what you gave up. Um, and so that was reassuring that my pastor knew what I was going through. So I, I've, the whole thing for me has been friendship, and like I said at the beginning, is encouraging me to stay in God's Word uh, and to walk as He wants me to walk. But also, sitting here at 43 years old, I said my age, <laughs> 43 years old, of watching what God's done and how God's taken care of me. And my prayer all the time is, is to show Him in my life and to keep me fresh in the children's ministry. That is one thing that I do as I look at churches our size or bigger and what they're doing in their kids' ministry because I don't want ever the families in our church to go, this is what's going to happen this month because this is what's happened all the time. I want them to be guessing of what's going to happen. Um, so I'm just very thankful that uh, God's brought me here and um, happy to be here as long as he wants me to. But when that moment comes that he wants uh, me to move on, um, I will follow with what he wants me to do, but still know that I've got my brothers that I can call at any time to talk to. That's good. Yeah, I think another thing, being just, and David kind of mentioned some of it that gives us kind of, and Michael Treat's also on our staff here, and he's got um, how many years of tenure with us? 21. 21, and, and so I know that he's a part of the camaraderie and even Brother Don, our senior pastor. Now, he's not a second chair guy like we are, He's the main chair. He's the lead pastor here at Central. And uh, his tenure here with us is over 40 years. It's 42 years. Uh, 42 already. years. And so that's quite unusual. But I think he kind of raises the mark high. And because our church has seen his tenure 
I think they're more open, and the, and so I think they support us, you know. And there may be that our church just expects pastors to stay along. And, and I love that. And so that's that's leadership, and that falls down. It's a top down. And so I, I realize that we kind of have a camaraderie, but Brother Don has definitely been an example and led the way in long tenure ministries, which I think that I wish more churches had pastors who would stay longer. Right. I think that's going to be a key for second chair leaders. It if is. If you want to stay somewhere a long time, find a church where the chair one leader is committed to stay there a long time. Right. And I think that you and uh, Danny in a previous uh, second chair podcast that y'all did, I was listening to a few of them uh, just recently, and I think y'all talked about even in preaching, maybe Mark Livingston was a part of that, and y'all talked about how that you need the support of your senior pastor. So basically, I think even that falls back, not just support, but a relationship. Mm-hmm. When you got things you can talk through, and Brother Don's office is always open, he's our first chair leader, but that keeps us here on long term a lot more satisfied when you have somebody who you can really talk to about the tough stuff. That's right. Yeah. I, I think one of the big keys, kind of tongue-in-cheek maybe even with how do you stay somewhere a long time, well, don't leave. <laughs> don't give up. When it and gets just, tough. When it gets tough. Because probably every one of us could say around the server, there would have been moments we would have been tempted to go because of situations or circumstances, and we just didn't. Um, maybe, I guess God didn't lead us away, and God kept us here. But don't give up where you are because... There is some beautiful fruit that comes with longevity in ministry. And, and I think even in our friendships, we, we jokingly said in our staff meetings, we can have a full staff meeting with only one person because we all know each other so well. We all know what everybody's going to say in every situation. So we, we know what each person's, what they're going to comment and what their position is going to be. So we, but we know each other. So we, there's a lot of trust in that. And, and it does make ministry flow in some ways a little bit better. It does. Yeah. It's a blessing. Well, guys, I thank you for joining us this week on Chair 2 Leaders. Before we go, what was one last thing you would say uh, for ministry or for Chair 2 Leaders or those who are working with the team that is key to it? Just that, hey, if you had this one more piece of wisdom you would say, what would you share? I think I would be in the thing that comes to my mind. I think the great example of a Chair 2 Leader in Scripture is Barnabas. Right. I literally get tears in my eyes thinking he was an encourager. And I think that's a beautiful thing that we have to be here to encourage one another, which encouragement means building one another up, not tearing one another down. We live in a world that cancels people left and right, that tears others down. God has called us to build one another up. And when you got people like that around you, you can stay for the long haul. I think, too, um, another thing is realizing you're in the second chair. Mm-hmm. That may, That's good. That may just be simple, but uh, you're you're not the lead. You're not the leader. You're in the second chair. You're leading from that, as your you know podcast says. We're leading from that second chair. Uh, we know where we're supposed to be. We know what our position is, and uh, then to just support the first chair. Yeah, as best you can. And like I Mike agree. said, the encourager. You know, be the encouragement. I agree. You're just going to do a ditto. Yeah, you drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. Now, we always try to have a little bit of fun toward the end of each episode. Now, I want to ask, what is one of your favorite memories from serving on staff together? <laughs> it can be funny. Hopefully, it's fun. Anybody? 
I, I mean, they're all together. I mean, we a lot of times we go eat lunch together, and just uh, my my favorite memory, and it sometimes it's silly. It's just uh, little things like. You know, we we think, you know, we go out to eat with our wives and, you know, and, you know, you say, well, where do you want to go eat? And they say, I don't want to know. And then we try to figure out where we're going to go eat. And it's just uh, always a mess, man, because somebody's been somewhere already that week (laughs) numerous times, especially when we're all together. So I just have those funny moments, just lightheartedness. They're not really important things, but just being able to help one another in the real life things as well. Well, I'll just say probably when we uh, number the answer to jokes (laughs) and we just laugh at a number. (laughs) It's like number 14. Number 14. It's It's funny. (laughs) We've all told the joke so many times we know which joke is which. We don't even have to tell the joke Yeah, and I think Brother Don probably helped start some of that. (laughs) (laughs) Probably so. Probably so. One of of my favorite memories will have to be the first year of drive-through Christmas. Um, because to see our church, but then all of us were in different spots um, leading out. And so there's a lot of favorite memories um, together as guys, but that one stands out the most is that uh, we being led and took on a, a, a lead role in that spot and just how successful it was. And to show our community um, that we loved them, but most importantly that Christ loves them, that's one of my favorite ones. That was a good yeah. good week of ministry. I think one of some of my favorite times I remember, and David, this may actually be before your times, not that you weren't important, yeah. <laughs> but some of our early on staff retreats that yeah. we had when we got away and just some of those times in prayer still are just treasures in my heart that you, I can remember the, the moments we had together and where we... Um, we typically have some of those annually, but there were a couple of them early on that just really stick out in my mind. And so I'm Your thankful for those. We went up on the mountain with God. Well, thanks for joining us on Chair Two Leaders again this week. Do us a favor, wherever you listen to podcasts, like, subscribe, comment. That helps others find it. If you enjoyed listening, they probably will too. And we'll see you next time on Chair Two Leaders. You've been listening to Chair Two Leaders. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest updates, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to Chair 2 Leaders wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening.